This episode of Super Boothers is brought to you by Photo Booth Startup, giving you the ultimate photo booth at an affordable price. Specializing in ring light booths, whether you're just starting out or adding some to your fleet, Photo Booth Startup can help. Visit their website at photoboothstartup.com. Welcome to Super Boothers. My name is Ryan. And I'm Ismail. And Ryan, I just want to clarify, just yes, sir. For, for my notes, you know, what episode number are we on? 69. <laughs> yeah, we are. Let's go. I'm such a 14-year-old. <sighs> so anyways, so have you ever, like, done a school project and, like, someone has done the exact same project that you did? You mean... The, like the copy of your project? Well, not necessarily copied, but like it just so like coincidentally happened that you like did the same thing. So you're talking about like uh, you know if, if you if you pick out a dress, you're all glammed up. You go to the party and you see someone else wearing the same dress as you. That's basically what you're saying. Ismail, we have absolutely two different closets. <laughs> oh, Ryan, no, we don't. <laughs> um, I don't do drag. Um, but no, but so, okay, let's cut the metaphors. So you remember the episode where I talked about how I've never missed a flight in my entire life? I don't remember the episode, but I've definitely heard you say that to me many, many, many times. Kind of like you were rubbing it in. The streak is over. Yes. Yes. Please tell the story, Ryan. So I was in Philadelphia with podcast conference or podcast movement rather. And I had the ability, so I was supposed to leave halfway through the last day, which means I would miss like the big keynote. Look on my app. Southwest said that the flights oversold. They would switch my flight for free if I wanted to. And I was like, perfect because the flight the next day that I wanted to originally leave at was like super expensive. And I'm like, there's no way I'm doing it. So they let me change it for free. I had enough points to stay in the hotel for one night for free. So I was like, totally, this is just a free day in Philadelphia. Uh, which is not like a free day in New York or Vegas, but I mean, it was, it was fun nonetheless. I set my alarm through Siri and I originally, I I ended up setting it for PM and not AM. So I wake up and it's bright and sunny. I'm like, why is there sun? Wait a minute. Where am I? Uh Uh-oh. Why is there an alert for my plane that says it's now boarding? So I was downtown about 25 minutes away from the airport. There's just no way that I'm making this flight. I didn't even, I was like devastated. Like I didn't even know what to do whenever you miss a flight. Um, I, I called, I called Southwest and they were like, listen, you can either pay like $500 to go on the next flight or you can fly standby and just be at the mercy of the ticket agent. So I was like, I guess I'll play roulette and take my chances. And I just went to the airport. Luckily, I was already packed because, um, I mean, I, I was had intended on leaving, you know, halfway the day before, which I'm really glad that this happened just because I was able to go see Terry Gross. And that's where I really had like my aha moment of like the entire conference. So I'm actually really thankful that I got to move my flight to begin with because, um, well, because otherwise I wouldn't have seen it. Yeah, it's funny how those things kind of work out. It's almost like it was meant to be that you were there for that extra day. For sure. So I'm super excited that, like, I got to go. Not super excited that I missed my flight. Uh, I, like, was freaking out. 
hightailed it to the airport. I told the Uber, like, if you get a ticket, I'll pay for it. Just go, 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 go. Like, please don't play this little game with me. Um, I get to the airport at 6.01, essentially as the door's closing, and I didn't even attempt to make it through security. Um, went to the ticketing agent. She, I told her what was going on. I've never missed a flight. She was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. She didn't really give a crap. Uh, she hands me a boarding pass, and she says, you're on the 730. I'm like, not standby? She's like, no, I just went ahead and confirmed to you. Have a nice day. And she was like, so nice. So thank you at Southwest Air for helping me get back to my city. Uh, taking literally the flight of shame, because that's exactly what it was. I think <laughs> you were more upset that the streak was over. Then you're actually missing your flight, like. <laughs> oh, I was I was so upset, just mumbling to myself the entire time. They're like, "Why is the crazy person talking to himself?" You, I'm like, you can, "You can never again say that you never missed a flight." That you nope, can, that's it. nope, that's in the past. I've had flights canceled on me. Well, now now I can say is I've only missed a flight once, which is still better than your track record. No, you now now we're tired. but anyways for the record. Uh, now we're tied <laughs> we're tied just wait just wait just wait just wait uh no so anyways so i came back i had an event uh in dallas uh that night um packed up my stuff took a little nap headed on over to my event set up my little my my little wares and I see another photo booth vendor. I don't know if this person is actually listens to us. My, my instinct is to say no. Um, but you know, who knows who listens to us? Um, watch what you say. Well, that's why, well, no, no, I'm not going to say anything because nothing happened. Um, so this person, I set up in about eight minutes flat. Uh, I have a little pop-up banner that says like, Oh, take a selfie. Oh, send it to your phone. Oh, you know, share urban like whatever. I have my little ring light. I had my little printer and that was about it. I had no props. I barely had an extension cord. I mean, it was next to nothing. This person takes three trips to roll in and pops up a table, pops up props, pops up this massive tent, pops up this massive booth, pops up, a printer. It was a, it was a, I think a DS60. If I, my Eagle Eye senses were like working properly. Not that, not that you were looking or anything. But. I was just curious. It's like this person was hauling out a lot of stuff. And, and this is before you continue. This is kind of what we talked about in the open versus closed. Briefly, yes. This is literally open versus closed, like face to face, face off. Exactly. And that episode was really. It did very well. Got a lot of downloads. I think people are thinking about this. And this event that you were at highlighted one of the benefits is that you can set up a lot quicker than anyone else can. You know, and you asked me if I do it for myself. And the answer is, yes, I absolutely do it for myself. There's no, I'm not going to, well, so anyways, continue. So, so I'm curious, what kind of event is this where you have another photo booth from another photo booth company directly across from you? This was a church event that was for about 1,500 people. Um, so the kind of thing that happened there was, I don't know if a sponsor paid for it. I don't know if it was like another brand that was there. I don't know. And truthfully, I didn't ask. It's interesting because I want, I wonder if, you, well, maybe not, but maybe if you had an enclosed booth to offer, maybe they would have booked both of them from you, but it doesn't sound like that's the case here. 
I don't believe so, no, because this person, like whenever the person, my contact was booking me, I guess she had went to an event with us and she was like adamant, oh my God, you have to be there. You know, there was an issue with payment um, because I guess she had to go through like some accounting and bookkeeping and payment channel and someone had to pay with a credit card and got reimbursed or whatever the case may be. But she was like hell bent on, no pun intended, on having us there. So... This person takes forever to set up. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I actually have never had this experience because typically the events that I've done that require multiple booths, I supplied all of them. So I think a lot of people are are like curious about, well, first of all, how long was this event? Was it a long, it was a couple hours or maybe three hours. So what's the dynamic like where I think from what you were telling me, you're like right across from this guy. Do you talk to each other? Do you avoid each other? Do you go over what? what I, I I I didn't. Um, truthfully, I was dealing with issues of my own, and so one thing that I really am thankful for is uh, I'm not sure if it was my client, but someone with the group, I guess, on a committee went over there to go take a photo with them, like a little test photo. Um, again, it took me like five seconds flat to set up versus it took them well over 50 minutes. I mean, if I were to say an hour and 15, I probably wouldn't be lying. Um, There was a lot of stuff. Um, And I'm looking over there and thinking like, Oh, I am so done with that life. Like I get that money, man. He's really earning it. I, I, and again, I don't know details. I don't know how much was paid. I, I don't know anything. I'm just going off of what I can see. Um, so my client goes over or someone from the group goes over, takes a photo. They're like, Oh, so what do you have? So at some point they showed me like, again, regular printout, three photos and a logo, nothing groundbreaking here. Uh, so whenever they're kind of setting up and now I know their output, I'm like, okay, Ryan needs to like step it up a little bit. And I'm lucky that you know, I am well-versed in Photoshop and I can come up with something on the fly probably quicker than most. So this is where I think being a little competitive comes out in me, which is very rare. Do you know me to be a competitive person? Well, like I'm really asking. I don't think from what I've seen, I mean, yeah, I know you're competitive because I know you that well. I don't know if that would come across as obviously to other people. No. Well, I see like, that's the thing is like with business and booking stuff, I don't care what people are doing. You do you boo. But when you're, when you're lined up there and there's someone, you have no choice. Like there is a little competitiveness. It comes into play. Well, yeah. And I'm not going to lie. So the client, so I, I know at that point I'm like, okay, so one of two things has to happen here. A, I could just keep whatever the client said that they wanted, or B, I could make up something on the spot. And I went with B, because I know that even though the client picks out their little design, whatever, if you give them something better, they're not going to complain. But that's a, that's a gutsy move, because a lot of people would be afraid to take the chance of making something that even though you think it's better, the customer might, might say, it's not better, it's not what I wanted, blah, 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 and be upset. Do you know who I am? I do know. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> No, 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 absolutely not. This is my thing is with ever, with what the client was, if I did what the client wanted, it would have been two exact same things right across from one another. And I'm just not about that. Like, I'm not about to, you know what? I probably, this is another thing. I also had the time to kind of mess around and play and do whatever. Um, Reminds me of that uh, famous quote. I think Henry Ford said, if I mm -hmm. asked the customer what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse. 
Yeah, absolutely. So no, I'm going to give you a Model T. And the other thing that I think is important before you continue <laughs> with the story is that there's it's worth investing in yourself and learning. Like because you know Photoshop so well, because you invested your time into learning that tool. In these situations, you can crank something out that's you know really good. So it's it's worth people yeah. take the time to learn that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I really do believe that I take those skills for granted, and I don't know like how fortunate I am that I can, yeah, absolutely. I can just crank it out really quick. Um, so anyways, so I changed it up a bit. I'm like, we're going to do boomerangs. I'm going to do, I did a really cute little animated overlay, cranked it out just because I had the time while this person was setting up. Uh, they originally contracted me for eight 30. They did not take the first photo until about nine 20. Um, so I had, I had some time on my hands. Why do you go there so early if you don't need that time? They had contracted me at, to start at 8.30. Mm. So their program ran late. Um, and funny enough, they cut me early, which I thought was a little strange, but whatever. It, um, did you notice? Like, I'm assuming you didn't have props. Um, did, did he have props? Did you see if he did? Tons. So, All right, so here's my question. You got yes. the enclosed booth, longer setup time, with tons yep. of props, Yep. and you got you. Everything, hats, boas. But then, but then you have you across from him without props. Exactly, with perfect. Set up. No, Where no, no, no. perfect. Crowd. Perfect. You have me. That's the difference. And I don't mean this in like a really snarky, like egotistical way. But that's the difference. Was me. I was the one that had to be engaging. I was the one that had to say, "Come, let's do this." I was the one being the little creative director for this little girl's little ring light shoot. That's the difference. A girl came up to me and she goes, you have never ever seen terror until you've had a suburban white woman with blonde hair running towards you. Like with a frantic look on her face, she goes, she goes to me, she goes, you don't have props. I said, ew, no. And she looked at me and was like, what? I was like, Oh, I said, we have digital props. We did, you know, this, 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 and this. <gasps> what? Shut up. And I show it to her and she's like, oh my God, this is amazing. So again, it's telling the consumer what they want and setting and setting that attitude of, ew, who does that anymore? Now, Just setting that standard. Now, which booth had a bigger crowd or, or more action, more people drawn to it? Did you notice that? Me. Yes, absolutely. That was seriously. Absolutely. I had a line. I had an absolute line because I was telling people exactly what to do. And I was, I was, I will say this. I was engaging with more people than I normally would be had a photo booth person not been across from me. I I have to say that, that that is like the, the changing variable that's over here. Had someone not been there, I probably wouldn't have been as engaging, but this turned into a peeing contest pretty quickly. Now I wonder, do you think like if you weren't there and you had a staff member, would that have been the case? Like maybe yeah, absolutely. not that into it because they're not the owner. I don't believe that was if, if I had to guess, I would put money that it was a mom and pop um, meeting husband and wife um, because the husband set up and I'm 99% sure the wife worked it. Um, that's what it looked like to me. I will say this. They had great branding they had a great booth. They clearly had great equipment. The delivery van that it was in was fully screen wrapped. I didn't have any of that. I don't care because I don't want to spend the money because I don't need to. I would love it. Ooh, I should screen wrap a plane. 
A plane? <laughs> yeah, because I'm always flying to my events. Why not have a plane that's screen wrapped with urban events? If you can pull that off. <laughs> watch me. Watch me. That is a new Super Boothers goal. So, no. So, I, I was able to have a line. I was able to, again, tell people what they wanted. So, hey, when someone would say, you know, what are we doing over here? I had a DJ playing. I had people dancing. You know, I had their arms up. And I have a video that I'll post. You know, they were just, like, really into it. Like, going for it. The great thing about that was I had people like really engaging, like they were dancing, like they were, you know, like really getting into it. And the funny thing was I made a great joke. So there were some people that were dancing a little too dirty and I would look, I would look at them and I would say, there's an enclosed booth over there for that. Ouch. Drum roll. <laughs> yes. Throwing the shade. <laughs> now, did, you, did, you notice, like, did you notice if that photo booth was acting differently or looking at you or was there any awkwardness from their end? I don't, I mean, I don't think so. I really, I I mean, I can't speak for me. Truthfully, I didn't look over there for that much to make eye contact with the person operating it. I was just really looking at the line and being engaging with my guests. Um, Should I probably go over there and said something? Yeah, I probably should have. Hi, my name's Ryan. Do you need any help? You know, but I mean, at the same time, I had a computer issue of my own, so I really wasn't as engaging as I probably should have been. Well, I guess that, that's, that was going to lead me to, I guess, my question to wrap this show, this episode up is from that whole experience, you know, I haven't been in that situation. For people who may find themselves in that situation, what are the few things that you took away or you'd advise them, you know, to make the best of something that can be awkward like that? So this is a thing. I, I think if I had to do it over again, I probably would have gone over and say, oh, hi, my name is, and then just wait for that other person to determine where this conversation goes. If you want to be engaging, great. If not, no big deal. Thanks so much. Um, I have always been of the mindset where if you are, like whenever I have staff at an event, we hurry up and you know get everything done, and there's usually time left over. If there's a florist that needs some help, help them. If there's a caterer that needs a door open, open the door. If there is a minister that needs like a copier or printer, hey, it might be small, but you want to use this printer? I mean, just help people, like for real. Again, I probably would have helped had I had the time. Again, I was changing stuff on my end um, because I didn't want to replicate the exact same thing that they were doing. Um, so I was really kind of focused on that. Um, but yeah, I would, I would the go ahead. The thing is that when you, when you do that and you operate from that, you know, place of kindness, it ends up coming back to you somehow where you may make a connection with them. I would hope so. That, you know, they're impressed because they do all these events and no one offers to help and it leads to more business. Down the- Not that you should do it for that reason, but it's just the irony of how that stuff works out is that it comes back to you somehow. Like there have been times where I had a florist friend who had a little incident, uh, just needed the help. How can I help? What do you need? I'll go deliver stuff. No big deal. Well, how much are you? Don't worry about it. Well, why? Because I'm sure there's going to be a time where I need to hit a red button. And the same thing can go with a photo booth person. I mean, granted, that person doesn't offer the same thing that I offer. So if my clients got an enclosed booth, I'd probably get a phone call on Monday morning. Um I mean, so I probably couldn't go at it from that angle, but you know, th- that's not to say that, you know, Hey, you need an extension cord or whatever the case may be. So I, I, that, that, 
I was just I, gonna, I just gonna interject okay. there because that's a great point, and I feel that that can be applied to not just the other vendors that are working your event, but your so-called competitors in your area. And I've seen you do this at the Dallas event where you say, hey, anybody around here that needs help, I'm there. And it's, it's because you may need to push the red button one day, like you said, and you need some help as well. And I find that instead of looking at my peers in my area, you know, with a side eye and, and only as a competitor, by looking at them as, you know, colleagues, it actually ends up benefiting you in ways that you wouldn't expect where, hey, I, I'm totally booked. I can't cover this event. I'll throw it to you. Sometimes they throw it to me. Oh, my God, I'm out of media. I can't order it in time. And they supply it. Like, there's a lot of ways where it can benefit you by not looking for at sure solely as competitors. Well, because they're not. But anyways, that's just me. But no, and I can't believe that you gave it away. But yes, if you are in the Dallas area, the Houston area, the San Antonio area, the Austin area, if you have an issue and you need some help and I'm available to help, or if my staff is available to help, I'll help. Just call me. Like, send me an email, send me a Facebook message. Like, I'll do what I can. And if I can't, I'll try and find someone that can. Um, just because we've all been there. We've all gotten to the point where, you know, we've been at an event, camera goes dead, drop something, you know, printer's not working no more. Like, I, I get it. It happens. So I guess that's the moral of the story is just be nice. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't already, please join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash superboothers. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. 